shot for three by Jordan is good. Buries it from the right wing. Aaron Jordan with 10, but too little, too late. Missouri is going to dribble this one out. And, boy, they're jumping around. They're excited in the black and gold. The Illini five-game winning streak in this Bragging Rights series is over with the horn. 79-63, Mizzou. What a run by the Tigers at the end of that ballgame. It was a 24-7 run, to be precise, after Illinois took the lead on Trent Frazier's Euro-step layup. Illinois went up 56-55. The next possession, Missouri responded with a Jeremiah Tillman and one. And the Illini lose to Missouri 79-63. How you doing, everybody? Scott Beatty with you. Fasteners Etc. postgame show is coming up. But first, our rapid reaction brought to you by Kozad Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture. Last year, a coming out party for Trent Frazier. Brian Barnhart had said throughout the game, Trent loves this stage. He loved it again tonight with a masterful performance. But Illinois pretty much had nothing else going besides Trent Frazier. Trent Frazier was the positive in this ballgame for the Illini, and that's it. Line, I need other pieces to get going. And boy, you could look at it and say, well, what if they had a Jeremiah Tillman? But they have some pieces there. They have some talent. But right now, it's not clicking. The offense not flowing. Defensive breakdowns towards the end. And Illinois, well, producer Evan Kahn said it. Who would have thought that from yesterday morning to tonight, some fans are feeling like football's in a better place right now than basketball. I don't know if that's really true, but I know that that's the feeling after the great recruiting news for Illinois football yesterday. And it always hurts when you lose to Mizzou. So we talk about it with you next on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, 356-9397. That's the Castle. Nope, that is the PNC Bank fan line. And the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. Also streaming live on Facebook at News Talk 1400 WDWS. You're up next on the Fasters Etc. postgame show. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. <laughs> Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Rebound, Tyler Underwood. Ahead to Frazier. Illinois down one. Frazier, step back, right wing three. It's good! Young fellas feeling it! Trent Frazier with 28 points tonight on 10 of 20 shooting. He hit six threes. 
But there wasn't a lot else going on for Illinois offensively as the Missouri Tigers blitz the Illini in the latter half of the second half and win this ball game 79-63. The winning streak in the Bragg and Wright series is over. One of the texters on the text line has asked, the announcers put a lot of weight on this game. Is it really a bigger deal than any other on the schedule? Well, no, not in terms of the amount of wins or losses and how it affects your uh, your evaluation towards your resume for the tournament or whatever at the end of the year just depends on the strength of the opponent at the time. But there's a lot on this game. This is a game that if you don't win any other game, this is a game the fan base wants to win. And so there is a lot extra on, on this game. So we go to the phones as we welcome you into the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. I'm Scott Beatty, along with Evan Kahn and the PNC Bank Fan Line three five six nine three nine seven. First up tonight in line, it's Jim from Rockford. Good evening, Jim. Hey, uh, I'd like to differ with an initial comment you made before the break, where I think you said that we were talking about how great Trent was, and Lord knows he was great, but you said there is talent on this team, and it just didn't click tonight. You know, I, I'm just curious when this alleged talent is supposedly going to surface with about 33% of the season over. I've yet to see it. Uh, the, the games we've played well have been because of Trent. The games we've lost, we've stayed in them if we have stayed in them because of Trent. But, I, you know, I keep hearing about all this talent. And the one I want to start with is A.O. You know, we got a McDonald's All-American who doesn't play like an All-American or McDonald's All-American. And the other kid that we could have had – is playing like an absolute beast for Iowa State. And I know I said that last time, and I'll probably say it ten more times in the next two and a half months. But maybe the, he's just not that talented. You know, at the end of the day, maybe he's just not that good. And I was also told a couple weeks ago when Illinois was in the midst of what felt like a gazillion games in about two weeks, that part of the reason they struggled is they didn't have enough time to practice, to actually game plan, put a plan together and practice for that specific game. Well, what do we have? About a week, I think, to get ready for this one? Mm -hmm. The Vegas line for it was even. And what that typically means, if you look at statistics, is that Vegas is right 90% of the time on an even line in terms of the game being decided by three points either way. That, that's how good Vegas is. And we get smoked by 17, where we get outscored, or was it 16, whatever it was, we get outscored by 17 points, in the last seven minutes and 28 seconds, which has been a common theme of this program with alleged talent all year. We've stayed in it, and then we just collapse late. So I would just like to know what it is. My last thing, guys, in the spirit of Christmas and giving, here's what I'd like to give. I would like to give Trent Frazier some advice. That's my gift to him. Kid, you are a star. You're one of the best things that's happened to this program in a long time. And I hope for your sake you transfer so you can play in a tournament someday. All right, thanks, Jim. And uh, ouch, uh, Trent Frazier tonight with uh, a, a night. At, look, I maintain there is talent on this team. They're not playing together right now. They're not playing in this system together right now. And physical talent, that doesn't mean a freshman like Io DeSumo, who's clearly struggling right now, won't have the mental growing pains and obstacles that you have to go through or that some guys go through as as freshmen. So I'm not retracting that there's, this isn't a talent. There's not talent on this team, but they're not playing well together as a team right now. That's for sure.
Larry in Springfield texts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, absolutely embarrassing loss. I'm really questioning the coach after tonight's loss. We are soft and have so many players that not, cannot play defense even on a high school level. And Brian in Idaho says, props to AJ. He plays so hard. Yeah, I don't want to overlook him. Uh, and he uh, had 10 points tonight and grabbed five rebounds as well. Uh, but back to uh, Brian's text. Uh, the team is so much less than the sum of its parts. We have some talent, but good golly, is the coaching lacking? The schemes stink, stink frankly. I find myself missing Weber's offense. That's scary. Our only good play is give it to Trent. Defense, if you can call it that, way too much overhelping. Mizzou got so many wide-open shots. Io, he's rudderless, just looks like he doesn't know how to fit in, and that's on the coaches, I'd say. Pot-a-blind coaches need to put players in positions to succeed, and that isn't happening. And when your head coach doesn't like recruiting, well, I don't know that he doesn't like recruiting if you're referring to the uh, Chicago Sun-Times article, but Brad Underwood did uh, say it's on him right now, and I agree, Brian, that Trent and Io haven't figured out how to be on the floor together and I, I don't know what all is behind that. Um, there's a lot of expectations on Io, and Trent has already been a guy that has carried the team, and Trent is clearly aggressive and confident, has the swagger that Brad Underwood talked about so much last year. Io doesn't right now, and I don't know if it's pressure on himself, pressure from other places, um, or it's just part of figuring out how to play at this level. But the two of them together on the floor aren't aren't working well. Plus, Io picked up that technical, and it was a quick second foul, um, and he was on the bench pretty quick. It's it just didn't start off right, and he didn't recover. All right, enough of me because see they're lining up here. You guys are lining up here. We go to Dennis in Tuscola on the PNC Bank fan line. Hi, Dennis. Hi there. How you doing tonight? Doing well. Thanks for Hi. calling in. Well, I I echo agree with what you just said in that previous caller. I do think Isle has a talent. There's something in his head right now. you got to remember, he was suspended in the last game. So he, he didn't get to play in that game. Then he got those two quick fouls. And I think his head was out of it tonight. And that hurt. My, I got s- several questions. One for you guys, where in the heck was Alan Griffin? Is he still suspended? We got, I got to thinking, well, where was he at tonight? Yeah, no idea. Uh, that was a constant question. It wasn't asked on the network post game show uh, that I recall. So if it gets asked in the post game with Underwood, and I hear of it or uh, Evan hears of it, we'll let you know. But he he was not played. So yeah. whether that means he was you suspended know, or hurt, we don't know. That hurts your depth. Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Jones being suspended seven games. That hurts your depth. Here's a kid that was coming on. It's one of the top kids out of California. Being, not getting to play for seven games, that's killing his development. We don't have Higgs. De La Rosa is, is just not it. He, he's not the answer. Mm-hmm. To me, Samba Kane should have played more. He should have went right at Tillman. Samba Kane might have, might have got more fouls, on, might have got Tillman on the bench. I mean, he had been playing pretty good. And I just thought, play Samba Kane and, and leave De La Rosa on the bench. But, you know, when you really analyze everything, you, you, you think about uh, uh, Williams is not a great offensive player. Io's head was somewhere else tonight. You don't have Tevian Jones. You don't have Higgs. You don't have Alan Griffin, whatever he did. And, you know, we really were shorthanded big time. Now. We, we do not have a good, complete team. No. And 
kudos to Frazier. I don't know what we would have done if we wouldn't have had him. So, you know, it's it's a sad night, but we got to keep our chins up. Thanks yeah. for taking my call. Sure do appreciate you calling in, Dennis. Do it again. I like, I like your program. Yep, like your program. Thank you. Thank thank you, and uh, you know, you guys make the program, so we appreciate everyone that weighs in on this. Um, and what's even sadder is Missouri, to me, didn't strike me as that great of a team. The, the ball game was there for the taking, and obviously Illinois was in it for the most part until the end. They could have won this game even with an incomplete team. All right, we go down to Florida, and Pensacola, and that's where we find Betsy. Betsy, how are you in yeah, Florida? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, how are you in Florida? I'm great. I'm guessing it's a little warmer than here. Not much. It's really cold down here. Oh, well, that's why I've almost given up on driving to going to Florida ever in the wintertime because around this time of year because you never know what you're going to get. But anyway, I'm sure you called to talk about the game. What's on your mind? I, I, I just have a quick question. Why does the sun, the son of the coach get to play before anybody else? I have he has no business on the on the floor. Well, I'll tell you one thing. And I, this is not a defense. I just wanted you t- uh, people to realize this, is that actually Tyler Underwood is uh, pretty decent on the defensive side. And he was the, now as, as we look at the final stats, he's the only player that finished in a positive. Uh, obviously, he played much uh, fewer minutes. He played five minutes. But in those five minutes that he was on the floor, the team gained five points. Everybody else finished at zero or negative. And I'm sorry, Aaron Jordan was at a plus two. Um, so I'm not advocating. I'm just saying he's not always hurting like everyone thinks he is. I, I, you know, it's sad that the, Illinois has such talent, but the coach can't seem to get them to play together as a team. That's the sad point. I agree. It's it's taking a long time for this team to come together, and the why. Uh, well, that's what Brad Underwood has to figure out, and and uh, hopefully he figures it out quick. Appreciate it. Okay, Betsy? Okay, thanks. Thank you. Next up, David down in Tolono. Good evening, David. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm just calling because it seems that whatever has uh, affected football is now infecting basketball, <laughs> and it's not because of, of Brad Underwood. I hear people say that, well, the, the coach, you know, the players reflect their coach. The problem is, with the exception of Frazier, Jordan, and Georgie B., we have a heart problem, a ticker problem, and that's just the way it is. The thing that bothered me tonight is you had two fighters out there really on the, on the floor. You had Geis, who was bleeding all over the place, and you had Aaron Jordan that got, or excuse me, uh, Frazier that got hit in the Adams apple. And, you know, both of those guys, Frazier's already had a concussion he, earlier this season. He's been hitting the Adams apple in this game. And both of those guys were the leading scorers. You got a bleeder and a guy hitting his Adam's apple, and they're the leader on the floor. Io, bless his heart, he's soft. But don't worry, he was soft in high school, and he'll be soft like he is in the pros, or like he is now. He will, he'll, he won't be in the pros, so don't worry about for overseas, but not in the NBA. My point is, is that we have too many guys that when they have adversity, and how you can recruit adversity. I want players uh, who who can overcome. Being hit and, you know, getting a concussion, being hit with an Adam's apple, bleeding all over the floor. That's a want to. That's a want to. And you'll have other guys with a light bruise that won't play. And we got a lot of guys 
they really don't, I'm just going to tell you, they really don't care. It doesn't bother them if they win or lose nearly as much as it does some of those other players because they keep playing. But it is ironic, not to me, but it's ironic to a lot of people, how your two leading scorers tonight, the one on Missouri and the one on Illinois, you got one's a bleeder and the other guy's hitting the Adam's apple. And it's by no chance. They didn't go to the locker room and not come back. I remember earlier this year, uh, Frazier got slammed to the floor. I mean, he could barely stand up, writhing in pain. And you know what? He came back out on the floor and played. If you could put his heart in so many of those players' bodies, and I know that's what's frustrating Coach Underwood, but I guarantee you this game bothered me more than it did some players in that locker room, and that's unfortunate. But Tevian Jones will transfer at the end of the year, and I'll feel free to go back to Chicago if you feel just the same. I thank you all so very much, and we'll just keep watching it. We'll get about 14 wins this year. But Underwood's doing the right thing, but you still got to weed out a few more players. And if you happen to find the cowardly lion, uh, Kipper Nichols hard along the way, please pick it up off the interstate and bring it home, too. Have a wonderful evening. All right. Merry right, Christmas. Merry Christmas. David and Tolono, 10 more wins? That that sounds really optimistic at this point, to find 10 more wins because you got one more non-conference ball game. All right, there are a lot of texts to get to. We've got our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected Play, our keys to the game. Evan will get us updated here with their scoreboard as well. Fasteners, etc. post-game show here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. And uh, if you just tuned in, you probably can tell Illinois falls tonight in the Bragg and Rights game, 79-63. Back in a moment. You're listening to the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Georgie, corner three. High off the rim, no good. Rebound, Mark Smith taken away by Felice. Goes up and put it in. Oh, Felice just ripped it away from Smith. And uh, put it up and in. One of the positive moments from early on in the ball game, actually midway through the, uh, I haven't seen the second half, in fact. Andres Felice pulled the Illini within five there to make it 48-43. Illinois went ahead with Trent Frazier's layup with seven minutes and 43 seconds to go. They were up then 56-55. Then Missouri responded. They went on a 24-4 run before the final bucket of the ball game by Aaron Jordan. It was a 24-7 run to close it out, and they win this ball game 79-63. Illinois now four and eight on the year. Missouri eight and three. Welcome back, everybody. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. I'm Scott Beatty, and Evan Kahn is here as well with a first look at our scoreboard. Evan, how you doing? Good evening. Uh, a busy day in Big Ten basketball. Nine different teams in action. We'll start at the bottom and work our way up. Maryland fell to Seton Hall at home at 78-74. Rutgers came away with a win against Columbia 68-65. Nebraska, ranked number 25, defeated, I'm guessing this is California State Fullerton, 86-62. Yep. Number 23, Iowa handily defeats Savannah State 110 to 64. Triple double out of Juwan Morgan in a 94 to 64 win for Indiana over Jacksonville. Wisconsin's finding their groove. They defeat Grambling 
84-53. Out in the CBS Sports Classic, Ohio State took care of UCLA 80-66. Watched a little bit of that game. I'm not sure how good UCLA is, but Ohio State, we got to see them a couple weeks ago. Uh, they're they're going to be pretty good. They are very good, and they're now 2-0. and that, that was in the United Center. So they're now 2-0 and in Chicago this year already. And the Big Ten tournament there this year. So they're going to be pretty comfortable in that building. Yeah, good news for them. And the last Big Ten game of the day, number four at Michigan, defeats Air Force 71-50. to And then there was our game, which we are discussing here, 79-63 Mizzou over Illinois. All right, thanks, Evan. I thought your point was apt. Yeah, people are. there are people out there that are feeling more positive right now about football than they are basketball. But, you know, it wasn't that long ago we were taking doing a post-game show on football, and there was a lot of darkness around that. Yeah, and, it's, it, 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 that's, and those are the just kind of knee-jerk reactions or whatever. And and you, you said that I said that, and I did say that, but it was in that 30-minute time frame after a game where you're just a little too emotional. You start saying things that you might not mean, which I, I don't no, know. No, I didn't mean I'm to pin it on you. I'm just saying I'm seeing that, you know, that there are there are people are tweeting that and texting that that they're more positive about football right now than they are basketball. That, But you're right. It is in the immediate reaction after a loss. Because, yeah, yeah, as you said, we sat here after that Iowa game, and I'm not sure if anybody thought we were ever going to score again. So we'll just, we'll just see. Still we, a we valid t- concern. We take it game by game. <laughs> Indeed we do. Thanks a lot, Evan. Appreciate it. Three five six nine three nine seven on the PNC Bank fan line. PNC Bank, the official bank of the University of Illinois. To the phones we go. Simeon is with us. Hey, Simeon. Hi. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Appreciate <clears throat> and I hope I wish the best uh, uh, Christmas for you your, your, and your families and a prosperous new year. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I got on the radio uh, a little late today, and I just got a little bit of that last caller, but I, I, I disagree with the portion of uh, his statements that, that I heard. Um, and he, it seems like to me, he was blaming the players. Um, what I, um, question I would ask is, um, and I know that, uh, Brad Underwood didn't have everything to do. Some of the schedule predates him, but what's the purpose of a tough schedule? Um, because right now I'm not seeing any, any dividends from it. I see, uh, players not with the confidence that I think that they should have at this point after we play so many tough teams. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you guys correct me, but um, everybody that from a power a power conference, we've lost to. And uh, I just am a little disappointed with not making any adjustments at halftime. And uh, when our pressure isn't working, I don't understand why we don't go to more of a switching defense where we go to more of a pack line instead of giving up open layups and, and wide open threes. Um, that's uh, something that, that, that the coaching staff has to fix, not the players. And uh, um, and I was wondering, I, I know uh, Jones had gotten into some trouble, but I still think that he could be an important piece. Mm-hmm. So um, do you guys have any idea when he would start, when he'll get back on the floor? I was very surprised that he was in a posture of not being able to play today. I, I just was kind of, and Griffin didn't get in until the end of the game. So I was very disappointed with, with, with all of that. So, uh, Well, uh, to answer your question on Tevian Jones, I, I, 
do not know, and uh, what he did is unknown. But, of course, whenever you hear of an undisclosed uh, rule violation of a, of a player and, and he's out for an extended period of time, of course, you, you know, people run to substance abuse. And just FYI, because, again, I do not know, but the DIA, the Department of Intercollegiate Athletics policy is that if you are caught for a second time not passing a drug test, you have to sit out a quarter of the season, which for Illinois is uh, how many regular season games are there? Somewhere around 30, right? Uh, so for Illinois, that's going to be in the 7, 8, 9 territory. So this was number six that he's out. I, I Again, I don't know. I, I can't imagine what else this, this kind of extended absence would be. Um, so that's that's probably what's going on. But that is across every sport. So that's why in football you see guys miss three games. And, you know, in other sports it's, you know, whatever a quarter it is, of it is. You know, and as for the schedule, you're right, it does predate. But, I you know, what the flip side of it is if, you know, you run up a 9-2 a and two mark right now against primarily cupcakes, you know, yeah, maybe that builds your confidence, but you haven't played the high-quality opponents yet either. I don't know. Uh, this is, I mean, overall, I agree with you, Simeon. The, the schedule is too much for this team, for where they are developmentally. It was too much. Um, but a lot of it, you can't say no to Maui. You obviously can't say no to a bragging rights game. You, you're in the Big East, or, uh, the Gavit games, excuse me. The the early Big Ten schedule, that's, that's out of your control. I don't know how much Brad Underwood could have changed in the schedule, maybe one or two games, and it was going to be tough either way. Hey, I really appreciate your uh, your words of uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays back at you and your family as well, okay? Thank you so much. All right. You guys take care. Yeah, Thanks pr- for taking my call. Appreciate it. Simeon with us in Norfolk, 356-9397. Um, he also brought up, and other people have brought up too, changing defenses. I, I'm not smart enough to know what is the best defense that this team should play, but I'd be really curious to see what would happen if they switched to a pack line. Just from my understanding and reading of it and watching a little bit, it can be effective. There's never a – every defensive scheme has something you're going to give up. Uh, it just – whatever you do from a scheme-wise, you're going to leave something a little more vulnerable. But from what I understand from pack, pack line defense, that might work. I don't know. Be curious to hear your thoughts if you have ideas on that. Um, but obviously Illinois is having slippages in defense. Also mentioning the uh, defensive switching, uh, Brad Underwood mentioned in the postgame comments that there was switching that was not happening due to a communication breakdown, not because of a scheme. So it, there were things that just didn't happen that were supposed to happen, and it was not executed correctly. So what can you do there? That's not a scheme problem. That's a execution of the scheme problem. Time for our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected play. Brought to you by Pekin Insurance for Beyond the Expected coverage and service. Contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com. Trent Frazier was the man tonight, and he gave the Illini a short-lived final lead in this ball game. He gets our nod. Rebound on the floor. Georgie B. Outlet Frazier on the break. Euro step bank shot for the lead, and he got it. Nice. Trent Frazier with an off-balance shot, 
stumbling down the lane. He's doing it all, folks. 56-55, Illinois. Kawanzo Martin wants a timeout. And from there, Missouri adjusted because Illinois lost the lead on the next bucket by Missouri on Tillman's and one. And the Illini only had three more field goals after that in the final seven and a half minutes. More coming up, Fasteners, etc. cetera, post-game show. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. I'll take the blame for that because we're not tough enough yet to be able to, to be disciplined enough. So late, a couple of times, we handle the ball screen completely different than what we had been doing. Well, only two guys knew about it. So the other three guys don't know what's happening, and now we get stuck in a rotation and we have a breakdown. Then we flip it and go back to the way we were doing it, and not everybody knows that, and that's a lack of communication. Well, those lead to really easy shots uh, for them. And um, you can't miss six free throws in a row when the game's on the line and you're trying to, to, to overtake them. And, uh, you know, all those things then put pressure on your defense. And I thought for the most part defensively we were pretty good for 33 minutes. The last seven I just were, I was, I was really frustrated. Illinois loses in the Bragging Rights game on this December 22nd. And the win streak is over as well. Illini falling 79-63. to Welcome back, everybody. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show. A couple of things you're seeing on the uh, Twitter feed from uh, the uh, bevy of reporters covering this ball game. Uh, Brad Underwood talking about playing Tyler Underwood over Alan Griffin. Uh, basically, again, what we talked about earlier, he's, he's good defensively. He's saying he he's, doesn't make any mistakes defensively, uh, and that's what he's talking about, why Tyler Underwood's on the floor for periods of time, and he also acknowledged he's not a huge offensive threat. So uh, there you go. And as I pointed out, he was one of the two players that was in positive territory, I, I, and I know he was on the floor for only five minutes, but, um, you know, that's why Brad Underwood uses him coming off with the second or uh, second unit usually now is it looks like where it is. Uh, not really seeing why, uh, it, you know, any any issue with Alan Griffin in terms of injury or whatnot. Uh, just said uh, and Underwood acknowledged that maybe maybe Alan Griffin is a piece that needs to be used more as well. Three, five, six, nine, three, nine, seven. On this Saturday night, before we head into the Christmas holiday, we go to the phones, and Steve in Peoria is with us. Hey, Steve. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Hey. Tough night for yeah. Lion Eye Nation, uh, except for maybe uh, our, our uh, former coach, Coach Gross. His uh, recruits look pretty good for Missouri tonight, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we won't go there. Touche. Okay. Uh, hey, now, you know I'm a big Kool-Aid drinker, and first of all, I need, I need to apologize to uh, – my little Zoe out in Oregon, I had her in Illinois gear all day today. I made sure mom got her dressed in Illinois gear, and she's walking around in, uh, places in Oregon with it on today, so I'm, I apologize for that because yeah, yeah, she, she'd be, be embarrassed now. But no shame. No shame. Yeah. There's no so, shame. Uh, but, uh, and, and, you know, I'm a Kool-Aid drinker, but I think David's drinking a little more Kool-Aid than me. He said we're going to have 14 wins this year. Hey, I hope he's right. 
I, I, I just don't see it right now. But, uh, hey, it, that'd be wonderful. Because that'd, that'd be getting us close to NIT, but, which I think, hmm, okay. And uh, 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 as far as Griffin and, and, you know, Underwood playing before Griffin, blah, blah, this, that, and the other, I have no problem with Underwood playing. But, but Griffin needs to be out on the floor. I know early in the year he's had a lot of turnovers, but, hey, he doesn't have to handle the ball. Stick him in the corner. When they double-team Trent like Coach was talking about, uh, hey, I love DeMonte. He's from Peoria, but 19 minutes and doesn't score tonight. I don't know how many shots he, he took, but Griffin's supposed to be a shooter. We need we need shooters out on the floor, you know. And uh, Big Daddy Kane, you know, I know we're Coach was bringing him along slowly, but this is this is a game that we we needed him. If he, I think if we'd have played him more, he'd have been uh, more ready for this game. I think he could have caused my guy from East St. Louis uh, a few problems. But hey, that, that's Coach's decision. And as far as our our defense and offensive schemes, uh, I know uh, Simeon touched base on that, and um, especially the defense. Coach, we we got to do something different. You know, we got to look at something different. You know, uh, this pack line, hey, t- t- he needs to look at Virginia. You know, s- see how they're playing defense. You know, they don't try to overplay and uh, up and down, you know, press. Just play good defense. And and our offensive schemes, uh-uh, that's got to go. It's not it's not working. You know, they, they had uh, Tillman playing a, a zone in the middle today by himself playing off our guy, and Georgie wasn't hitting that elbow jumper. So they, they need to reevaluate some things. So, um, hey, next week, hopefully, I wish you and your family very Merry Christmas. And uh, Simeon out in Virginia, Merry Christmas to you and your family also. And uh, thanks for having me on, Scott. Hey, Steve, appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you and Zoe and the rest of your family. Thank you so much. Good night. He's from Peoria! You know, as for the schemes changing, if it you know the phrase if it ain't broke don't fix it well it it seems to be broke you know would would that be the solution i don't know but you know something has to change because if nothing changes then nothing changes uh demonte williams tonight 0 for 3 from the field in 19 minutes of play and i know he's uh valued highly for his defensive skills as as much as anything but you know you need something there uh de la rosa didn't score Tyler Underwood didn't score. Samba Kane, and you know Samba's, you know, again he's a still a project, you know. And De, you know, if De La Rosa is working better, I don't know that there's all these calls for Samba, and maybe Samba's redshirted. Um, but now that he's out there, maybe it's just time to keep increasing his minutes and see what happens. But to me, the biggest uh, disappointing factor on offense was Io Desuma with just two points and uh, four fouls in 17 minutes. Uh, and the turnovers, he had four turnovers. Those seem those seem to be very costly tonight. Um, to me, that was the biggest disappointment on the offensive side. All right, our keys to the game coming up, but uh, let's get to some of the texts here. There's been a lot of them, and we've been handling calls here, so apologies for those of you who sent these in a while ago and been waiting for them. But uh, 309 Texture says, uh, bad Illinois coaching again, very disappointed again, but what do you get from recruiting bad players? Desumu, a top 30 recruit, looks terrible. I don't see it getting better next year. Been watching Illinois sports in 1967, but I'm used to bad coaching and athletic directors at basketball and football. Uh, Jason and Moline says, this team is Frazier and a bunch of nobodies. Who else is any good on this team, and where's the potential upside? Georgie, probably. Io, a five-star player out of high school, is hilarious. He is too slow, doesn't have a great shot, and couldn't jump over a phone book. 
And what is there to look forward to even next year with this team? No one coming in here besides one guy who's a three-star player. Illinois is irrelevant. Underwood doesn't seem to be the solution to this program's problems. Benny, uh, a frequent texter here, says the Illini played a poor second half of the and. Uh, the Illini played a poor second half. The Illini deserved to lose the Bragging Rights Trophy. I was glad to hear Brad Underwood's take on the blame, taking the blame for the loss. Uh, and, uh, and one more text here, 217 texture says, Iowa's beginning to look like this year's Mark Smith. Poor shooting and poor decision-making. I hope he doesn't disappear like Mark Smith. You hang around Iowa. He's a kid you want to root for. Uh, he's talented. He's a good basketball player. He's a little lost right now. He's in his freshman season. Hopefully things get turned around here uh, for him because um, there was a lot riding on him when he came in, and, and there's a lot he can be. Three five six nine three nine seven on the PNC Bank fan line. Peter is with us in Urbana. Hey, Peter. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing hey, well. Maybe, maybe just maybe just Sumo will transfer to Missouri next year, and so uh, <laughs> they have another uh, 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 touted recruit that – that ends up uh, going to another school because, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, it looks like he's going to end up ending up going to end up the same fate. It's, it is uh, Mark Smith at this point in time. So uh, get, get tired of it. You know, it, you know, you have problems when your uh, basketball team has the same record as the final record of your football team. Oh, I didn't even realize. Oh yeah. That's yeah, not good. Four and eight, four and four and eight, four and eight. And, you know, and, and, uh, the, the, I mean, this, this, this whole season is, is over, you know, completely, utterly over. There's, there's hardly anything to watch the rest of the year. It's just so depressing. You know, it's, it's one thing, you know, obviously a coaching change in, in this program was necessary, but it's just so disappointing that you make a coaching change and the, the team seems to be worse than it was under John Gross. Uh, you know, just, just unwatchable uh, and, and just looking forward just to, to a, a abysmal big 10 season. Mm. Uh, I, 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 like I said, this is, this is as bad as Illinois basketball can get. I, I, I don't see anything changing the rest of the year. Again, you have lack of big men. You're going to get you're going to get destroyed in the Big Ten with your lack of uh, presence on the inside. And uh, you know, and where where do you go from here? Because with like one one recruit coming in next year, so I it just it's just uh, it's just it's just really depressing for Illinois basketball. And you know, and as I said. Uh, uh, when you have the same record as the football team and the football team, at least they're recruiting, at least uh, seems to be a little bit better now. And but the basketball team's not recruiting at all. Um, I don't know. It's 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 bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it's been it's been we've been at these points before, um, which I, sometimes you know I guess maybe maybe I'm an optimist here, but sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. And something, some things will start to click. I, you're, you're, in terms of this season, I, I agree with you. And barring something absolutely miraculous, uh, a winning season is gone here. But in terms of, can things start to piece together? Can they find a little bit of themselves and build something towards next year? I think that's still possible. You know, and I differ. I, I think this team is more interesting to watch uh, because when they do have their flashes of good play. When the scheme works with Underwood system, it's really fun. Um, and there were points tonight, even you know they were playing decent, uh, you know defensively, and they were having their offensive outputs. I would take this. I would take this bad Underwood over the bad gross teams, just because those teams are. It was just more plodding along, and 
you know, the, you know, the, the predetermined substitutions and all that. And it, this has, when it works, has more flow. It's more interesting. But maybe we're comparing two bad situations right now, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's all it's all about getting the wins, though, and it, it can be more interesting. But when you lose, it ultimately is still depressing. And and just just because you're more interesting when you lose, to me, doesn't mean very much. Um, you know, in in the spirit of the holiday, I guess. You know, in terms of the Grinch, it just like stink, stank, and stunk, and that's kind of like where we're at. So, uh, but does yeah, that mean that, you're that, a mean one? Well, I'm a mean one when we lose. So, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe better, better in 2019 as the calendar turns here. But, uh, but as I said, it's just it's uh, it's a little bit depressing at, right before Christmas, especially. But anyway, you guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and like I said, hopefully things will get better yep. as the yep. calendar uh, changes into 2019. Yep. Appreciate it, Peter. Maybe Thanks, our guys. yep. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and uh, maybe our hearts will all grow a few sizes as well. Uh, and hey, you know it. You're right. I mean, this show is dedicated to, the, to this team and these games, uh, and it, I agree. It's, you know, if you're a fan, it's just tough. It's depressing. Uh, we zoom out. You know, there's a lot of things to be, a lot of things to be thankful for, especially at Christmas time, and to remember the, the bigger things in life. But, yeah, it, it's tough to, and especially this game. Again, going back to a question that was raised on the text line at the very beginning of the show about why the announcer is putting so much more on this game. This game doesn't count more if you win or count more if you lose. It doesn't matter in that sense. But this is a game you want to win as a fan base. The Illini have enjoyed a string of five in a row, but uh, not anymore after tonight's play. Keys to the game time brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by... Loman Ray. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, Illini did not get enough going offensively. Uh, in a loss like this, the to me, the keys are pretty clear. You know, Illini did not have anything else going consistently offensively besides Trent Frazier. I don't know if you want to blame Trent Frazier. Did he hog the ball too much or something? But he he did what he could do, but there was not enough else. And Georgie Bajanisvili got his 10. Aaron Jordan got 10. But mainly, you needed something more from... Io Desumu wanted something more from Kipper, who had a couple of flashes here and there, but just seven points. The most telling statistic is six assists on 24 made baskets. So you know that's a lot of one-on-ones uh, scoring, uh, bringing it down, shooting a three, that kind of stuff. Just not enough system play tonight for the Illini, and it hurt him in the end. And then the defensive breakdowns on the other side, just too many towards towards the end where the Atlanta went cold offensively and did not play out of their defense and let the uh, defense generate the offense. Those are our keys to the game from Hickory Point Bank and Loman Ray Insurance. Back in a moment. Uh, you know, we had guys gambling and trying to back tap and do some different things, and, and, and it, that's on me. That's on me. I don't have our team disciplined enough yet to understand that there's no heroes in this. It, it, the game of basketball will always win uh, if you don't play it the right way, yes. and and you play it with with discipline. And and um, by golly, you know we'll get there. We but but it's it, it was um, it was frustrating to see. And then you know it was um, frustrating offensively. Six assists. Uh, we didn't shoot the ball very well. 
Um, I thought we had some good looks, but but we're not going to win the game with six assists and and one guy scoring a, a, a bunch of points. And you know we knew Trent would would go get his, but but uh, you know we got to do a better job of, of of moving the ball when we're really good. Our assist totals are high. Hey, I just told you that in the keys of the game. Brad Underwood talking about this loss here to 79-63 to Missouri in the Bragging Rights game down at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. Announced attendance, 16,397. Not a sellout, but a solid crowd there. It'll be a sellout when both teams are really good. To the phones we go, 356-9397 on the PNC Bank fan line here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Al is with us in Fisher. Hi, Al. Al, are you with us? I potted up the wrong thing. Let's try again. Hi, Al. How are yeah, you? I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm here. Yep, my fault. You got me now? Yep, my fault. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a lot of guys. There's, uh, you know, Coach Underwood says uh, too much gambling. Well, that's on him. Uh, you play defense. You, you you take pride in playing defense, and and you know guys are scrambling around, leaving guys open for layups and three pointers, and. And, and and that's on the coach uh, and and the players as well. You know, if your guy like guys hits three or four in a row. You know what? Get out and get a hand in him. Get a hand on his face. Uh, you know, uh, you got to take pride. It, it's you know, if you're getting beat, if you're a competitor, you know, you suck it up and you, you get after him. And and I don't see any toughness in this team. Just kind of like the football. If you don't play defense. In football and basketball, you're not going to win. And and as far as offensively goes, I I just don't like Georgia being out 20 feet from the basket. He's his strength is within five feet from the basket, where he's he's got pretty good footwork and he could cause some damage. But him out there handing the basketball, handing it off, that leads to absolutely nothing, and it's just it's just frustrating to watch. And as far as the rest of the year goes, I I don't see us winning a road Big Ten game. And I don't see us winning, getting to ten wins. Uh, and I'd be, uh, you know, who are we going to beat in the Big Ten? I mean, that's a heck of a question. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see us being this bad. But Iowa, you know, they're spacing as on the offensive. Well, Iowa needs, he's a driver. He's not a shooter. He's a driver. Open some lanes, clear out a side of the floor for him. Let him take his man. Uh, you know, those are the kind of things that gets a guy going. And and that's the kind of player he is. He's a slasher and driver. But he has no room to do that. So there's a lot of things I'd do differently, but, you know, I'm not the coach. But anyway, frustrating as heck, and it's going to be a really, really long year. So uh, thanks for taking my call, guys, and have a good Christmas. Yep, Merry Christmas. Appreciate it. Next up, we'll go down to Oklahoma and Ken. Hey, Ken. Well, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, one thing I was wondering about on Georgia Beehive Vistville whatever his name is, Adonis. He took a lot of long three-pointers. I don't think he made one all night. Man, he he, he needs to sit on the bench. And a couple other guys, DeMonte was terrible. Now, I don't know how many free throws we missed. I mean, we must have missed, I don't know, was it 15 out of 20 or something like that? It was terrible. Seven out of 14 totals. Seven out of 14? Yeah. Well, that's not very good. That's only 50%. My God, a major league a uh, basketball team ought to at least get eight out of ten, shouldn't they? A- average, uh, I, I know think, maybe seven, seven yeah, out of ten. Yeah, seventy percent is a good mark. Yeah, it would be. And I thought I thought that uh, Trent Frazier really did play well. He was the one guy 
in my opinion, that really looked good out there. And I I thought, but I tell you, I, again, I don't think that the Monte can make a free throw. Uh, DeMonte? No. DeMonte didn't shoot any free throws tonight. So I... Uh, oh, who was it then? Couldn't make a bunch. Somebody missed a bunch of them. I know we were, we were five out of ten or something like that. Well, seven seven out of fourteen. But but Andres Felice missed two, uh, kind of okay. critical ones. Okay, that's yeah. who I'm, I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. is, yeah. is he from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic? He is, and then he okay. played some uh, junior college basketball in Florida, and transferred. Okay. Did Jack Rivers play at all? Some Fisher. Uh, no. Uh, no, okay. the, the kid from Fisher did not play. What about Tevian Jones from Culver City High School in Culver City, California? Nope, he didn't play tonight. He's uh, still suspended. Oh, my gosh. Well, now, I owe DeSuma. He played, didn't he? He he did play. He played for 17 minutes. He started the ball game. He, have? he had two points. Two points in 17 minutes? Yeah. I guess Frazier, how many did Frazier have, 18, someone 20? No, 28. Oh, my God, no wonder. He was the only one that done anything. You yeah. know, I always complained about him driving, but when he's he's open, then he should drive, and he did tonight. Yeah. And he wasn't, I don't think he was blocked more than once or twice tonight. Sometimes he gets blocked by Timmons or, you know, somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, boy. Well, I forgot to mention that Mark Smith and Timmons looked really good, didn't they? <laughs> Tillman, yeah. I don't, I don't imagine Brad's too happy about them leaving Belleville or, or wherever they were from. I think they were from Belleville. Uh, well, Edwardsville for Mark Smith, but uh, yeah, it's, it's 16 points and, and 12 rebounds for Jeremiah Tillman, so two double doubles in a row, yeah. And uh, he didn't fall out, which is also an accomplishment for him. So, hey, well, Quanso Martin is a pretty good coach. I mean, I didn't, I thought Brad would. I'll coach him, but not tonight. I was surprised. I was really surprised. Yeah. Well, Conzo Martin certainly can recruit. So, yeah, he can. I wonder what he's got for next year and what, what Brad's got for next year. Big question. If We're all asking that. Hey, Ken, okay. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, same to you, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Bye. Bye-bye. 356-9397 on the PNC Bank phone line. Uh, we'll get our scoreboard update here in just a moment. Uh, 801 Texture says, only positives. Trent is amazing. Illini were up one late, and the other steam team stole three Illini players and one from Simeon. Uh, 636 Texture says, same song against a good team. Play hard for half the game and, and then go ahead and lose it. And uh, let's see, uh, a 402 texture. I was asking about thoughts on the pack line defense. A pack line defense, this is a 402 texture, says, would help hide slow-footed defenders and force teams to make contested threes. It keeps guys from getting so out of position with no chance to recover. It works well for teams like Wisconsin who have savvy players who aren't particularly quick. We have a lot of guys with poor lateral quickness, that would be side to side, making them guard in space on the perimeters, putting them in position to fail. So... Uh, there's somebody who's done some uh, reading on that. Uh, Devin in, from Jacksonville says Griffin got in at the end. Io seemed to be unable to settle in, questioning whether this whole system talk. Uh, basketball is still basketball, and this team should be able to go get a bucket and too many times down the court on office just standing around and waiting for someone else to do something instead of getting involved. Devin from Jacksonville. I think the system question is more on the defensive side than the offensive side, Devin, uh, but your point stands. I mean, 
if you're up a point with seven minutes and 43 seconds to go, the game's there for you against this Missouri squad. The game was there, and the Illini could not take it in the end. Mizzou, I think they wanted it probably a little bit more tonight as well. All right, a few more texts we will get to, but let's check with Evan on our scoreboard. Is that too much? Is that too far to say Missouri wanted it more? Uh, no, you could see it. You could see it. What Mark Smith made that three in the first half, the only points he made for 30 minutes of the ball game, but you'd have thought that he hit the game winner. Uh, there was There's a lot of emotion behind the coaching of Quanzo Martin and that Mizzou team. And you saw it, yeah, it, they had the fire, and, and Illinois didn't. Trent looked like he had the fire, and it showed up in the box score. But... I digress. Let's go to the scoreboard. No, I asked you. You didn't digress. <laughs> uh, the top 25 scoreboard was a lot closer than the Big Ten. We start at the top where Kansas was upset by Arizona State, 82-76. I'm drawing a blank. Who coaches at Arizona State? Was it, didn't they make a big name hire not that long ago? Well, Herm Edwards coaches on the football side, but I'll right. get it for you. I, I thought they did something on basketball. Either way, they're 9-2, and two, ranked number 18. They defeat Bill Self and Kansas. Tennessee over Wake Forest, 83-64. We'll get to Bobby some Hurley. games that matter. Uh, Nevada edges John Gross's Akron Zips, 68-62. Nevada undefeated. 12-0, ranked number 6. Close one down at Auburn, 93-88. They edge past Murray State. And the upset, I guess you could call it an upset, number 19, Kentucky over North Carolina, 82-72. Again, part of that CBS Sports Classic. So a busy day of college basketball. We're going to wrap it up, get things going towards Christmas. Yep, indeed. Uh, next ball game is a week from tonight. Uh, a week from today against Florida Atlantic, the Owls, and that will be at the State Farm Center. Hey, thanks much, Evan. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Appreciate it much. By the way, I said Zach Griffin did not get in the ball game. My mistake. He did. He did didn't get in at the uh, last minute and had a minute on the floor. Uh, okay, Merry Christmas, gents, says Bruce in Houston. Great show, as always. I wonder what Lovey's thoughts were after watching this game in person. He and Underwood and hence Whitman are in the same boat now. Next year will be the last stand for many Illini fans. If things don't improve big time, I shudder to think. Mitch from Barry says, I'm usually optimistic, but I'm really starting to question if Brad Underwood can win at Illinois. Bad recruiting and horrible defense. On the flip side of the thi- of this, a 217 texture says, we need to lighten up. We beg these kids to come here. Then we rip these 18-year-olds to pieces. I wonder if Underwood's schemes are too complicated for these young ones to grasp. Io's fantastic. Felice is proven. Georgie's doing okay for a freshman big man. And uh, Griffin and Tevian could be all conference by senior year. That's a 217 texture saying that. And uh, one more here. Um <laughs> Uh, 217 texter asks, how did we look tonight? Got home to see the last nine minutes. Well, if you looked at the last nine minutes of the game, we didn't look very good. The Illini didn't. Uh, looked okay in for spurts, if not good in spurts tonight, but there was no sustained good. The Illini opened up the ball game on an 8-0 run. I had a 7-0 run in the middle of the first half, but basically it was, Trent Fra- it was the Trent Frazier show and nothing else. And, yeah, Benny telling us, Bobby Hurley, if you miss that, he coaches at Arizona State, the uh, Duke alum. Uh, Okay, those are some of the texts. We'll wrap this up in just a moment. Rebound on the floor. Georgie B. Outlet Frazier on the break. Euro step, bank shot for the lead, and he got it. 
Trent Frazier with an off-balance shot, stumbling down the lane. He's doing it all, folks. Rebound, Tyler Underwood. Ahead to Frazier. Illinois down one. Frazier, step back. Right wing three. It's gone. <laughs> Young fellas feeling it. Uh, you know, we had guys gambling and trying to back tap and do some different things, and, and, and it, that's on me. That's on me. I don't have our team disciplined enough yet to understand that there's no heroes in this. It, it, the game of basketball will always win uh, if you don't play it the right way, yes. and and you play it with with discipline. And and um, by golly, you know we'll get there. We but but it's it, it was um, it was frustrating to see. And then you know it was um, frustrating offensively. Six assists. Um, we didn't shoot the ball very well. Um, I thought we had some good looks, but but we're not going to win the game with six assists and and one guy scoring a, a, a bunch of points. And you know we knew Trent would would go get his, but but uh, you know we got to do a better job of, of of moving the ball when we're really good. I think I played you that one already. Well, that's all right. Some of Brad Underwood's thoughts on this one is the Illini lose to Missouri 79-63 in the Bragging Rights game. No Brad Underwood show on our stations uh, Monday night because of Christmas Eve, nor a week from Monday because of New Year's Eve. So our next uh, network broadcast on our AM side will be Friday night for Illinois women's basketball. They play Indiana to start the Big Ten campaign. They lose in their Bragging Rights episode yesterday at State Farm Center to Missouri. So Mizzou sweeps the bragging rights on both sides. Headline in your News Gazette for tomorrow, it says X Factor, EX Factor Clever. As some of the X's, X Illini's factor in on this one. Want to wish everybody here a Merry Christmas and uh Hope that you have a very uh, peaceful and joyous and uh, rich holiday. It can be uh, very good times. I know sometimes it can be stressful as well. Hope uh, that this year, hope and pray that you have just a, a time of peace and, and good things to to uh, to center on, to center on as we uh, if uh, if you are celebrating Christmas and if uh, you're just getting some time off. Hopefully, hopefully you get some time off too. I know that's important. To, to do all that and uh, appreciate that you stay with us here after ball games as a passionate Illini fan, or even if you're just checking uh, out the Illini and what the fan base has to say after that, I always appreciate you guys hanging with us. I, I appreciate the callers. I appreciate the texters uh, and I appreciate those that check in on Facebook. And uh, when I hear from you guys uh, outside of this show as well, that you're listening, it, it means a lot. So we appreciate all that as we uh, work hard here to bring you our Illini coverage. Uh, thanks to tonight to Lauren Tate. Evan Kahn is a producer, engineer, and highlight coordinator throughout our game day coverage. Our general, our chief engineer, that is, is Ed Bonder. Operations manager is Jim Lewis. And our general manager is Mike Hale. And I'm Scott Beatty wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a Happy Holidays. We'll talk to you again on the 29th and then again in the New Year. So long, everybody. Thanks much. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station.